his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. And welcome back. It's Hardline here on News Radio 930 WBEN. And we are joined by Senator, State Senator Pat Gallivan. Senator, good morning. Morning, Joe. How you doing today? Doing well this morning. It's been a uh, uh, a busy week back in Albany for everyone, and uh, the big event this week was the State of the State address from uh, Governor Kathy Hochul. Uh, just your initial thoughts before we get into specifics of the governor's address. Like other governors before her, the State of the State is used really to for the governor to put forward uh, policy initiatives. Uh, generally without a lot of detail, like talking about her vision for New York State, uh, what she is going to propose this year uh, to try to make New York a better place. And then typically what we see is the more specific, uh, the more specifics about the initiatives in her budget presentation, which we will see next week. So this was no different. It was a general presentation. I'm pleased that she talked in general terms about public safety, mental health, and affordability uh, that were that were her main themes, it seems. Um, but it was short on specifics, and I just don't know that she's willing to go far enough to properly address all of these areas. Speaking of public safety, obviously crime has been uh, an issue uh, for the last few years. Uh, to be fair to the governor, it's been an issue uh, with the previous administration. Uh, do you think the things she mentioned goes uh, strong enough? What would you li- What would you like to hear? from the governor when it comes to crime in New York State? I think the things, first of all, no, I don't think it goes far enough. However, the things that she mentioned need attention. Uh, No question about it. We have seen uh, an increase in hate crimes in New York State. We need to do something about it. Domestic violence is always a concern, and our goal should be not just to reduce domestic violence, but to eliminate it. Retail theft, uh, given the changes over the past several years that we've seen uh, from from a, a one-party rule-type legislature, um, essentially driven by policies from New York City uh, that have favored offenders over law-abiding citizens. Um, you look at the bail laws, the discovery laws, uh, there is no fear of accountability for those committing crimes, and retail th- theft has gone through the roof, um, especially in New York City, but it's here in our backyards as well. Uh, people uh, people might go into a store, could be a Home Depot, could be a drugstore, could be whatever, could be a gallery mall, whatever it is, and they're taking things that don't belong to them. They get caught, they're released back to the street, they go back at it again, and ultimately it's costing businesses and consumers millions and millions of dollars. So it's good 
that that she is addressing that. And she, in her public safety initiative, she also talks about the illegal cannabis storefront. Something should be done about that. But the larger picture is the criminal justice changes that we've seen over the past four or five years when we've got the essentially New York City-led legislature and governor's office with policies that are seemingly coming from the left. Um, The bail laws laws especially, discovery. And when we look at public safety, the governor talked about how crime is down from from last year to this year. Well, that part's good, but we can't measure crime from year to year. When we look back at crime in 2018, when the leadership changed, when the majority changed in the Senate, so that so we have that one-party rule in Albany, our crime rates are significantly higher than they were in 2018. Uh, that was really at the end of a trend, a downward trend in crime, where we saw record low levels of violent crime, which is a good thing. So when we look at crime, we can't look at it from year to year. We have to look at it in a larger context and put forward policies that favor our law-abiding citizens and our community and enhance public safety throughout the state. You you mentioned it a little bit, but the way the laws stand now, what kind of disadvantages are the sheriff's department in and the DA's office with the way the laws are in New York State today? Tools have been taken away from them. So if you just, you, you could you could pick one of any type of, of crimes that are committed. Let's talk about a theft of something from, from the Galleria Mall. Chictawaga police respond. The store owner wants them arrested. They make the arrest. Then they must issue an appearance ticket. And that person is set free after a photo is taken, fingerprints are taken, uh, and the information is taken from the individual. And nothing prevents that person, and many of them do, from going back to the mall and stealing again. We also look at um, the individual, I was it last summer, the summer before, uh, released on a ticket uh, in, in a case of a domestic, uh, an appearance ticket in the case of a domestic violence. And the next day he went and he killed his wife. And we see everything in the middle of that. So there is really no fear of being held accountable by, by the bad guys, so to speak. And they're out there thumbing their nose at law enforcement. And I think that Law enforcement officers, district attorney offices don't have the tools that they had before to properly hold people accountable. You know, we've heard so much about crime. We've also heard, and maybe I missed it, um, Senator, but we've also obviously had the issue with illegal immigrants in this state over the last year. Uh, Were you surprised not to hear much on that in the state of the state? Very much so, yes. It was one of the things that I thought was glaringly missing from the governor's uh, state of the state that she did not address the migrant crisis, uh, you know, how how the the federal policies or lack of effective policies are affecting us in New York State and what we saw uh, with, with the migration to New York City and New York City moving people upstate to many of our different communities and the resulting impact. Uh, certainly it's something that has continued that we need to address. And so it is disappointing that she did not address that in her state of the state. She still does have the budget address, though, uh, next week to come forward. 
and there's still an opportunity for his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt Hi-ya! and even after band camp he might not be the greatest musician but with the three percent annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account your goal of supporting his dreams thanks for everything mom and dad will always be worth it Apply today at penfed.org slash savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast why why if you have t-mobile 5g home internet you might be hearing this why a lot why every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours why why because your network gives priority to cell phone users why good question why not switch to cox internet with two times faster download speeds than t-mobile 5g home internet during peak hours okay stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5g home for details t-mobile prioritizes certain t-mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion to address some of these policies what is the plan uh if there is one in albany and maybe in the state Senate, uh, to bring this to the forefront when it comes to the uh, the migrants, the illegal immigrants, uh, that really, I mean, I know this is a big problem in downstate in New York City, but it's a problem here in Erie County. H- has this been discussed uh, amongst the state Senate to do something to force the governor to make a move? I, not to this point in time, but, but, but something, uh, there will be discussions, no doubt in my mind, but we have philosophical differences. We have those that believe many from many uh, left-leaning legislators, many from New York City, uh, were supportive when Governor Cuomo was declaring New York to be a sanctuary state. And they were supportive when Bill de Blasio and the city council was declaring New York City to be a sanctuary city. And now we're having to live with with the results of, of declaring the sanctuary status, whatever that might be. And of course, uh, we have to live with the ineffective policies of the federal government. We can't do anything about the federal government, but we can do things in New York. And I think what the the discussion has to focus on is what is the most responsible way for us to deal with this? What's the most responsible way for us to deal with this financially, to respond to the federal government, and to put our citizens first, to protect the rights of our citizens, um, whether it's 
our citizens' civil rights, whether it's their financial rights, whether it's their well-being, whether it's their public safety. And the disregard, I think, and the lack of respect for local communities last year uh, by New York City officials, by state officials that were moving people randomly across the state to communities that had no idea they were coming and were ill-equipped to handle it. Uh, There's no doubt there, there would be communities across the state that would be more than willing to engage in the discussion, uh, but there, there wasn't that discussion at the time, and I think we need that going forward. Looking uh, another thing the governor mentioned uh, that has gone in effect in 12 days ago, and that is the rise in minimum wage yet again for upstate. It's, I think, $15, and in the city it's uh, a little over $16. Uh, you know, State Senator Sean Ryan and I had a, a back and forth on this a few weeks ago. And what's your thought on minimum wage? And should there be different categories of minimum wage? Because it seems the governor just wants it to keep going up. Many people want it to keep going up. And what's interesting, it, it does become that philosophical difference. Many of us, um, and a good majority of my constituents, uh, think of minimum wage as something that's that's temporary. It's a job that you start with. It might be a second income. It's something to do while you're working your way through college. Uh, they don't look upon that minimum wage job as a full-time career and something that they aspire to and that they're going to support a family with. And yet the advocates for minimum wage advocate for that all the time, saying that we need a minimum wage high enough to support a family. And that uh, that just isn't in my view, that isn't the purpose of a minimum wage job. So while we have that philosophical difference and we we, we essentially fight it out in Albany and those of us that have share my beliefs are, are losing in this particular time, we see the, the negative result of this. There still is nobody supporting a family on minimum wage jobs. And what's happened is it's increased the cost of doing business, which is already among the highest in the country. It's increased the cost of of products and services for consumers. It's contributed to businesses not being able to properly, uh, not being able to properly service their customers or provide products for their customers in an affordable manner. And, and as long as we keep doing that, as long as New York state keeps raising the minimum wage, we're going to raise the cost to businesses to effectively put them out of business and make them, uh, make them much less competitive than they already are. Has the idea, because I, I, I brought this up uh, about a month ago, has the idea of maybe classifying, right? Like if you're in high school, at least not making 15 an hour, um, because let me tell you, Senator, I made seven twenty-five an hour when I was a minimum wage employee in high school, and I have none of that money left over. I, you know, I didn't do anything smart with that money. Do, do you think that might get some bipartisan agreement if we tried to classify uh, the minimum wage amongst age groups. I haven't heard that. I haven't heard that idea before, Joe. I do think <clears throat> that is something that maybe potentially has merit to it. That you look at at the at the jobs, you look at the the type of job, and and who are the people that are in those particular positions. That might be a way to inject some rationality into the discussion. That certainly hasn't been a rational discussion over the past five six years. Yeah, because this is something. But for, I have not heard that discussion yet in Albany. Because for for me, it's it's something you know. I've I have worked a second job 
since you know before I graduated college. And you know what? It, it's as you said, it's just some extra money. It's you know pays for the Bills tickets, pays for my Virginia Tech trips. It, it, it's not a money to support. It's not a job to support my family. You would think at the very least the state could look at that and go, okay, well, you know, here's someone who is working a full time job trying to support it. I don't know. Maybe that's a starting place. I also think, Senator, and I, I, I know I'm not supposed to get into my opinions on this show, um, but I also think that, you know, maybe um, if you don't like the wage at where you work, you go find another job. That's how many of us grew up. And, and you know, I, I never, it's interesting if I remember right. My minimum wage when I was working in high school was $3.25. It's kind of funny how you date yourself with what the minimum wage was. But there was never a time that I was in one of those jobs, a minimum wage job, that I thought, this is what I want my life to be. And this is what I'm aspiring to. And this is the type of salary I want. Um, If anything, it motivated me to try to uh, pursue things that that perhaps uh, I, I don't really... I don't know the best way to say it, but pursue further education, pursue further training, uh, pursue greater skills to be able to better myself and and better my income and ultimately be able to provide for a family. Uh, There was never once a time when I was working a minimum wage job that I thought that, okay, this is my life and we should raise the minimum wage because I'm going to keep doing this the rest of my life. And I just, I don't know that, that there are many other people in Western New York that believe that that should be the case. I want to ask a question that I, I don't think was brought up in the state of the state, but it's something that got a lot of attention the last uh, week in December, and that's the tolls in New York State going up 5% if you have an easy pass, 75% if you don't have an easy pass. I, I mean, doesn't that just make someone say, oh, then I'm not going to go drive through New York State? It has a potential for it. Um, I mean, it becomes, for those in business, uh, they, they question... Um, is it worthwhile to do business in New York if my costs to do business in New York keep going up? But I think it's indicative of the larger picture that whenever money is needed for something, seemingly taxes and fees, and in this case is tolls, are raised. Uh, and while not speaking specifically to tolls, uh, it doesn't seem that there's enough in state government, at, at least, in looking at the things that we're spending money on and, and looking to root out the waste, fraud, and abuse that, that very well exists in many nooks and crannies of state government. State Senator Pat Galvin, always great catching up with you. Thanks, Joe. Go Bills. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this... Why? A lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.